Are you ready to become the dad you were meant to be? Good, because this is the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast, where imperfect actions are better than perfect ideas, promises kept are more important than promises made, and nothing happens unless you make it happen. My name is Drew, father of three, the founder of the Epic Dad Company. My mission is to help dads up their game and become the husbands, fathers, and men they're called to be. We need Epic Dads now more than ever. And it is your responsibility and obligation to become the best father you can be and show your kids what is possible. Listen in for weekly tips, strategies, and actions you can take to go from average dad to epic dad. Thanks for listening. Now let's start the episode. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Epic Dad Legacy Podcast. This is your host, Drew Camp here, the founder of the Epic Dad Company. Hey, today, guys, we are in for a Friday Dad Talk episode. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, we run it in a couple different ways. So on Mondays, we typically drop an interview with a guest with a dad that is doing some epic shit out there. Uh, it could be in the world of business, could be in the world of fitness and nutrition, um, in personal development, yeah, you name it. Um, a dad that is out there making it happen. We want to hear from them. We want to get lessons learned. We want to understand what they are doing on a day-to-day basis. What habits do they uh, do they have uh, that really help drive to success? So that is on Mondays uh, with an interview. And on Fridays, what we try to do is we drop a Friday Dad Talk uh, episode, which is just going to be me, you know, choosing a topic about something important that's been happening in my life or something that I think can provide uh, value to you guys and, and have it be very tactical and practical that you can have some, some key takeaways immediately from it. Uh, so that is today's episode. It is a Friday Dad Talk. And on today's episode, guys, I, I want to share with you something that we have been working on at TEDCO for quite some time. Uh, to be honest with you, it's been about two years in the making. Um, I have had this up on my vision board for a long time uh, and have done a lot of work around it. And what it is, is our framework. And so we talk all the time, right? We do interviews with guests. We do all kinds of content posts, um, all kinds of articles, all kinds of trainings, um, really to help us become the best dad we can be, right? And there's a lot to that. There's a lot of moving pieces and leveling up as a dad. Uh, And it can get complicated, right? There are so many things that you can be doing, should be doing. You hear from all these gurus, uh, you know, in the space, right? About, hey, you should be taking a, you know, a cold bath every single day, or you should be waking up at 345 every day. Um, and kind of all these like tactics, right? But I think what's really important is how do we wrap a framework around that? And something that um, is going to center us on what actions we need to take, what process we can follow. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, we are going to go through rough times as, as fathers. It is a difficult job. And There are going to be times where we feel like we are out of alignment. Uh, We are not in momentum and we need to get back reset. And so by having a framework that we can come back to, that we can center ourselves on um, and a process that we can go through a very systematic process, it's just going to be extremely beneficial. And so we've worked on this, like I said, for the better part of two years and kind of distilling this down to a framework that you guys can remember, um, walk through uh, and develop, you know, and go through the process and develop this on your own. And, you know, my view is this framework can 100% change your life. Um, If you go through this framework and you actively are engaged in it and you have the right intent behind it, uh, and if you are open to it, uh, this this Epic Dad framework can absolutely 100% change your life. 
so that's what I want to talk about today is our Epic Dad framework. And I'm just going to spill the beans on it, guys. You know, we are in the process of, you know, really honing in on a coaching program. Uh, that's something that a lot of you has, have asked us for. And so we've started to execute on that and we're learning as we go. And so we've got some guys uh, that have gotten some awesome results so far, you know, but it's not perfect, right? And so this is the back end of our coaching program, uh, what you're looking at, this, this Epic Dad framework. Um, and then this, this framework also is going to be a part of our um, Epic Dad crew. And so I, I announced last episode that we're going to be having some exciting announcements uh, about the Epic Dad crew. And so I won't, won't tell you guys what that is just yet, um, but within the Epic Dad crew, you guys will have access to this framework as well. Um, and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of exercises, a lot of resources for you to make sure that you can walk through this on your own and develop this for yourself. So, uh, let's dive into this guys, um, and talk about how we can go from average dad to Epic dad by utilizing this framework. So the framework is six parts. There are six pillars to our framework. Uh, and I'm just going to name them off. So if you are driving, uh, this is going to be one you want to uh, you listen to, but then come back again and take some notes. And uh, if you're you know at work uh, or if you're in your office or at home, go ahead and grab a notebook and a pen of paper because I want you to to write this down and I want you to get a ton of value from this conversation. Um, so with that said, hopefully you got a pen and paper. If you're driving, obviously go back and listen to it again. Uh, but our our epic dad framework, there's six pillars to it. So pillar one is identity and values. Pillar two is vision. Pillar three is mission. Pillar four is wins. Pillar five is discipline. And pillar six is accountability. And so those six pillars make up what we call our Epic Dad Framework. And so I want to walk you through each one of these um, and get really tactical and practical on you can use this framework to absolutely level up uh, as a dad in every area. Um, so let's walk through this, guys. So pillar number one, identity and values. Now, I already mentioned before, um, you know, that there are a lot of folks around in, in the on the internet uh, in the personal development sphere uh, that really harp on like discipline, right? And so, you know, we get told all the time that hey, I need to wake up at at a certain time in the morning, right? I need to wake up at three forty five. I need to go to the gym. I need to do all these hard things. Um, and I absolutely one hundred percent agree with that. You should, but that is not your starting point because if we are being disciplined and it doesn't align with who we are and what we want, then what's the point of it, right? And so it's it's much more important to take a step back and do do the work that's foundational that no one really wants to do. Um, the, you know, discipline is tough, but this is really the starting point, um, you know, to change your life. It really comes back to identity and values. And so what do I mean by identity? Uh, identity is who are you? Like, like at your core, who are you? So we you know, we as dads get so freaking busy um, that we are on autopilot a lot of times in life. And that looks like, hey, we're having to go to work, we're having to provide, we're having to take the kids to soccer, we're having to make dinner, we're having to do the dishes, uh, we're having to get a workout in there somewhere. Um, you know, and, and it, it's, it's so easy to lose ourselves in the just day-to-day -day activities. Um, and before we know it, we get to a certain point in life uh, and we don't, re we don't recognize who we are. You know, we've been going through the motion so long. We've just been you know, living in the tactical here in the moment that we forget at our core who we actually are. And so this is what identity is all about. Uh, because to make changes, we have to know who we are. We have to know who we are at our core. 
We have to know what defines us as a person, what roles we take on, and we have to know how we identify. And this, getting clear on this is, it really sets the foundation for all of future progress. Uh, it, it is the standard that you're going to hold yourself to. Uh, and think of it this way, a, a great way to think of it is when you die, uh, what is going to be on your tombstone, right? Is it going to be that, you know, uh, you were super disciplined, you got up at 345? No, that's not going to be on your tombstone. What's going to be on your tombstone is your roles, right? And so your role is in, I was a loving husband, a loving father. Um, and this is what we want to get clear on is who we actually are. Like what role are we playing in this life? And so uh, if you guys have a notebook and, and paper, I want you guys to uh, to jot this down uh, and ans answer these questions. Uh, it doesn't have to be right now, but this is great to come back to uh, and, and answer these when you have time. The first question is, who am I? Like at your core, who am I? And I'll give you the example of the, the answers that I have to this question. Uh, so, so who am I? I'm Drew Camp, and I am a chosen child of God. That is who I am. At my core, that's who I am. And so there's a story behind that. It's not just, you know, words on a sheet of paper. There, there's a story of why I identify with that so much. So my, my parents, uh, when they were married, they had my older sister. Um, and my mother uh, was diagnosed with thyroid cancer uh, before I was born. Um, and she had to go through, you know, several bouts of chemotherapy and treatments. Um, and the doctors told her that she would never have another kid, um, that it was not safe to, um, that they should not try to have another child you know, that there may be complications in birth. And my parents decided the heck with that, that uh, they weren't going to let someone else tell them, um, you know, God's plan for them. And so they ended up having me. Um, and so I know like down to my core that I am a chosen child of God because, you know, it could have been very easily that my parents listened to the doctor's advice. Uh, they chose not to, you know, to, to try to have another, another child and, and I'm not here. And so I know down to my core, my identity is that I am a chosen child of God. So that's question number one is who am I? What is my role? Who am I? How do I identify? Uh, question two is who am I as a husband? Um, and so my answer to this is I am the husband to Jessica Megan Camp. And she is my rock, my love always and forever. Uh, and that is my role as a husband. Again, there's stories behind each, each one of these sayings. It's not just I'm writing this down on a sheet of paper. Um, it's taking time to think about what does this actually mean to me? And so that right there, that, um, I, uh, that, that my wife is my rock, uh, that, that is the truest statement I think I've ever said. You know, she is the rock of our family. Um, we've gone through a lot of chaos. Uh, you know, we've gone through you know, military deployments and combats and travel. Uh, a lot of hardships and, and at the core of it, she's been there. She's been, she's been my rock, you know, and additionally, she's, she's my love always and forever. You know, this is something that we say to each other uh, since we were dating. And so just really helps center, you know, to me on, on who I am, what our role is as a husband uh, and what that relationship looks like. Uh, the, the next one is who am I as a father? Um, and so my identity here is I call out my children's names. Uh, so I am a father to, Porter, Arden, and Murphy Camp, uh, and they are my shining lights, and they are my flaming arrows. And wh what do I mean by that? Why do I say that? Uh, they are my shining lights because they bring me so much joy. Um, when I walk into a room and they're there, I mean, they light it up. They, you know, bring me such happiness. Um, you know, in, in so many ways, right? They, they truly are my shining lights. Um, but also at the same time, you know, I know that they're going to go off into the world. Um, and so it's my job to prepare them 
to, to be able to go out and equip them with the tools and resources they, they need to go be successful um, and to go make drastic you know, changes in the world. And so what, you know, envision, envision this, right? That I, I have a bow and I am pulling back the arrow. My child is my arrow. And I'm pulling them back, right? Pulling them back. I'm teaching them lessons. And then I'm going to let them go. I'm going to let that arrow go. And it's going to fly out into the world. And when they land into the world, I don't want them just to, to land and stick. I want them to be on fire. I want them to, to, to land and to go make an impact, to go do what they're passionate about, right? And so that's why I call them my, my flaming arrows. So that's who I am as a father. Uh, who am I um, to the world? Um, so there is uh, a lot of power in names. Um, and I, did, I didn't know this about my name um, until I started going through this process and really learning about my name. So my, my name is Walter Andrew. So, so Andrew uh, is what I go by, um, or Drew. And so I looked at what does Andrew even mean, right? Like, I don't even know like what it means. Um, and when I looked it up, Andrew means warrior. And I just thought that was the coolest shit in the world because I have always identified as a warrior. Um, you know, I've been in the military, obviously, um, you know, very physically uh, athletic, um, always, you know, trying to seek competition. And so at my core, I am a warrior. And so knowing that my name means that uh, just further identifies myself as a warrior. So who am I to the world? I am a warrior. I am a leader. I am a lion and I am a servant. And so those are the four ways that I want to show up uh, to the world. And what traits and char characteristics do I embody? Um, <clears throat> uh, again, you know, kind of going, going back to those specific characteristics. Uh, and, and what I put here, guys, is I really believe in these three tenets to masculinity and, and, and manhood. And this is derived um, straight from uh, the book called um, God, what's the freaking book called? Um, Raising a Modern Day Knight uh, is, is the, the name of the book. And, and there's really three pillars to masculinity. And that, that, those, this is the answer to this question for me. It is I accept responsibility, I reject passivity, and I lead courageously. And those are the traits and characteristics that I embody. Uh, and the rest, the rest of my identity, guys, I'm, I'm going to list it out as well. It's not really tied to any specific questions, um, but it just helps further clarify who I am. And so the rest of my identity is that I have a God-given purpose and that no man or being can ever take away. Uh, and I will not waste my time. I am Drew Camp. And so that is my identity. And I want to give a, a, a huge uh, shout out to my buddy, Cody Chapman, um, who runs the Iron Society. He's actually been on the podcast, uh, who really turned me on to identity. So you know, it is so important, guys, this, this identity. And, and I realized that, but I realized that I had it backwards. Uh, when we were trying to build our epic dad framework uh, from the beginning. And I really, you know, try to craft a vision for our life first. But really what we need to do is we need to get clear on who we are. And we need to get clear on our, our identity because we're going to uh, connect with this as often as we possibly can, right? It is a fantastic way to start your morning is to really identify with, with who you are, what roles you play and how you want to show up in the world. So that is identity. Uh, the second part of pillar one is values. Um, and so what do I mean by values? So really what we do in the Epitaph framework is we try to identify two separate sets of values. Uh, we want to identify your personal values and we want to identify your family values. Um, and so personal values, they are what you're going to filter all of your decisions through, you know, because us as dads, again, we face uh, a lot of difficult decisions. Um, we're we're going to be tempted at times. We're going to get confused at times. Uh, we're not going to know what decision to make at times. Um, and, and how are we going to know which fork in the road to take, right? If there's a option presented to us, 
how are we going to know uh, which decision is right? <clears throat> uh, and our values, our personal values, that is how we're going to know because the right direction is always the one that aligns with our values because it, it can be hard sometimes, be, you know, especially when you have been living in this moment um, or living in the moment for so long uh, and just being very tactical and practical with the children's taking care of daily activities. And you've been living what I call accidentally and not intentionally. This is a uh, something that I think you need to find that ultimately becomes your your filter. So my personal values are ownership, um, and, and I define these as well. Uh, and so ownership means that I own everything within my control and dictate the outcome by my planning, thought, and action. Um, and so this is very important to me, ownership, right? To to know that I, I'm not going to have a victim mindset. Um, you know, this is my value is ownership. Um, the second value for me is integrity. Integrity to me means that I live in alignment with my values. Uh, I cut zero corners for what I believe, especially when it becomes difficult. Um, my third value is courage. Uh, I do what is right, regardless of the consequences. Uh, my fourth value is faith. Uh, I believe in a greater purpose than myself and believe that intention and action will take me closer to God. Uh, growth is my, my next value. Uh, I challenge myself physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to become a better person every day. Uh, gratitude is my next one. I regularly check in with God and thank him for the incredible gift of life. Nothing is taken for granted. Uh, hardworking is my next value. Um, I define this as that I can't be upset at the results I don't have with the work I haven't done. Trust the process. Uh, and the last value uh, that I identify with is leadership. And I define leadership of living my life as an example for, uh, for others to follow, being a lighthouse. So these are my personal values. And so as I am faced with a fork in the road, I'm able to filter that decision through my personal value set. Uh, and that's going to help clarify which direction I need to go. And it should make it crystal clear, right? Of, hey, this action is disaligned with my values because this is who I am. This is at my core, what I value, what my identity is. Does this align with that? So it's just going to help you make decisions um, is really the best way to put it. Um, and then second, secondly, what we like to do, once we have our personal values defined, is we want to define our family values, because we're not on this journey alone, right? It's our job as the dad, as the husband to be the leader of the family. So we need to craft those family values as well and get buy-in from our family and adoption from our family so that we're all moving in the, in the same direction. Um, and so family values, um, you know, you, you set the tone. Um, if you're not leading the family, they're not going to be led. And so it is our responsibility to craft the vision, set the tone, and lead. And part of leadership is defining what values that our families can be led by. Uh, what's important, right? What is non-negotiable? What type of characteristics will your children adopt and start to live by? And so <clears throat> when you craft your family vision, uh, it's, it's going to be a little bit dependent upon how old your children are. Um, my kids are pretty young, so our family values are short and to the point um, so that my kids can remember them, so that we can reinforce them. Uh, so we can give them opportunities to identify with them. But as the older your kids get, obviously, the more that you can add to this. Um, but I'll just give you an example of, of our family values. So we are the camps, and the camps are kind, the camps are strong, and the camps are brave. And the camps do the right things, we do the hard things, and we do the fun things. And those are our family values. That's something that we can print off on a piece of paper, hang on the wall, right? And we can identify with that daily. And that is something that I try to do on a daily basis with my, my children is give them the opportunity to act in alignment with this, right? Give them an opportunity to be kind, give them an opportunity to be strong, give them an opportunity to be brave. And another way to do this as well is 
asking them in, in what ways did they do this right during the day or in what they, in what ways are they going to do this tomorrow? Uh, and it's just going to help reinforce that. Right. So, so as we start to go through difficult times with our kids and challenging times with our kids, again, it's going to help them filter their decisions through the family values. And so, I mean, perfect, like literally perfect example of this is my daughter is playing softball uh, this year. She's just moved up to the next league, uh, eight and under, and it's a little bit tougher than when she was on the six and under team. Um, you know, the game moves a little bit quicker. Um, you know, she's not the best one on the field all of a sudden. Um, and she is very competitive. Uh, you know, camps are competitive too. That's not one of our, our core values, but it probably should be. And she's very competitive. And so when she loses, she gets upset. Um, and we, as a team, we're doing this drill um, where everyone would come up to the plate uh, one after another round robin. And the first round, you just had to make contact and you got to stay in. Uh, the second round, um, you had to hit it fair and you got to stay in. And then the third round, you had to hit it past the pitcher, um, you know, and you could stay in the, the game. And, uh, you know, my daughter did really well. She got to the last round, uh, but ultimately she lost. Um, and I saw her just sink her head um, in, in disappointment. <laughs> um, and, you know, she reacted in a way that camps don't react. Uh, she was moping. She was hanging her head. Uh, she was having a bad attitude. And so at the end of practice, I pulled her aside and we had a conversation about our values. Right. And, and the first thing I asked her is, what, what are the camps? Um, and, and she told me the camps are kind, the camps are strong, the camps are brave. And so that was just a, a great opportunity for us to, to reinforce that value set uh, as a family. So would highly recommend you guys do that when you are going through this pillar one, which is identity and values that you also craft family values, because it is so important for you as the father to set the vision and to craft these values and help reinforce these values with your family. Okay. So guys, to recap, pillar one is identity and values. Uh, pillar two is your vision. So again, as a dad, it's your job to craft, craft the vision. And you know, I'm busy, you're busy. We all get caught up in the day-to-day -day activities in life. But let's just put it this way. If I told you that I want you to drive to California, let, let's just say you live in Georgia where I live. And I say, hey, I want you to drive to California. You could say, yeah, sure. All right, you get in the car and you just you just go, right? You start heading west. And are you going to get there? Yeah, probably. You, you might, you know, you'll probably get there. But it's going to be a lot easier if, if you've got a map and, and you know where you're going, right? And what that vision is. And you know specifically in, you know, where in California you're going, right? You know the map to, to get there. And so that's kind of like what your vision is, right? It's a lot easier to get your destination if you know where you're going. And so your vision is what your perfect life looks like two years from now. And during this part of the framework, uh, what we do is we have uh, our crew members craft what their perfect life looks like in two years. And this is as big picture as possible, but also as descriptive as possible. And we'd like to think of this and craft this vision in four areas in our life. Um, and this is in our body, our relationships, our mind, and our finances, what we call our elite four framework. And so, so some of the questions that we, we ask our guys to really uh, get the juices flowing on this um, is, you know, where will you be located? What does your house look like? Who are you with? Uh, how do you start your perfect day? How do you end your perfect day? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? What do you do for work? How are you compensated? How do you approach giving, philanthropy? What do you do for fun? How is your relationship with your wife? How is your relationship with your kids? Uh, what are you proud of? What are you most proud of accomplishing? What have you had to give up over the last uh, two years? 
And how are you changing the world? And so these are just a few of the questions that we ask our guys to get very specific on. So if you guys go through this pillar, which is pillar two, vision, I want you to paint your perfect life two years from now. Because if we know where we want to go, then we can get very tactical and very practical on the next step of our uh, Epic Dev framework, which is pillar three, which is mission. And so mission is the how we're going to get there, right? So we craft our, our vision, where we want to go two years from now, specifically in those four areas in our body, our relationships, our mind, and our finances. And our mission is how we're going to get there. Um, so mission is really just around goal planning, right? And what we'd like to do is we set 90-day goals. And we'd like to take that to your vision. We'd like to chunk that down into, a, into quarters, right? Into 90 days. And we say, okay, if this is my vision, if I'm clear on where I want to go, what can I do in the next 90 days that is going to get me ultimately closer to that vision? Uh, this is what we call our mission. And so what we do um, is we ask our guys to set specific goals uh, in, again, our, our elite four pillars, which is our body, our relationships, our mind, and our finances. And um, we ask them to be SMART goals. And so if you're not familiar with SMART goals, if you've never been to you know, middle school, uh, SMART goals are specific, measurable, attainable, uh, relevant, and time-bound. And so those are the five characteristics that we want in goal setting. And so, I mean, this, this is super easy, guys, super foundational stuff that we've all done uh, in the past. But, you know, it's bringing it back to the foundations, right? And so we've got our, we've got our vision, uh, and now we're going to craft our mission. And so that's all that is, is goal planning, right? Over the next 90 days, what is a specific goal in each one of these categories that I want to tackle that's going to get me closer to my vision? That is mission, guys. Okay. Pillar four is what we call wins. And so a great analogy here, this is really where most like guys start, right? They're like, man, I want to make a change in my life. Uh, I just need to get more disciplined, right? Um, and again, not saying that you don't need to, you do need to, but we need to do all that foundational stuff you know, on top of that, right? Our identity, our values, our vision, our mission, uh, before we ever start being disciplined, that way we know that we are taking the right actions that align to not only who we are, but also where we want to go. Uh, so the analogy that I use here uh, for stacking wins is think of a C-130. Uh, you know, if, if you're unfamiliar, a C-130 is just a, a you know, military airplane, it's a cargo airplane. Um, <clears throat> I've jumped out of many of them in my army career uh, with a parachute, uh, but it's basically just like a troop carrier, right? It, it's, you know, it takes bodies up, you know, specifically uh, designed for paratroopers to go up in the sky and we jump out. Um, and so a C-130 is big. It's it's very heavy. Um, it's very bulky. You know, I'm not sure how much it weighs, but it's it's thousands, tens, hundreds of thousands of pounds. I don't, I don't even know. It's very, very heavy. And that thing's just sitting on the runway, right? And it would be very difficult for that C-130 to be at a standstill and just all of a sudden take off and start flying, right? Start soaring through the sky, just making shit happen. So it, that's not going to happen. What we need to do is we need to get that C-130 rolling down the runway and give it some momentum and give it enough momentum to where it's going to take off and take flight and start seeing results. So that is the same thing that we need to do, guys, is we are that C-130. If we're at a spot in our life where we really want to make changes and we're at a standstill, we need to start stacking momentum. We need to start stacking wins over and over, right? That's going to build our momentum, going to build our confidence, going to build our competence enough to where we start to gather some speed and we start to get down the runway. And then now before we know it, we've got enough speed that we're starting to take off and we're starting to see results. And so that is what wins are. Um, and wins, the way we categorize them um, is, is really habits, 
And so, you know, when it comes down to it, we are a result of the decisions and the habits that we make on a consistent basis. And so if we want to see different results, we need to change our inputs. And our inputs are going to be the very, very tactical things that you do on a daily basis. Um, and odds are, if you're in the spot where you want to make a drastic change, uh, your habits haven't been the greatest. And so I've got several habits here that um, if you're looking uh, to stack some wins to get some, some momentum so you can start taking flight and seeing some success and results, I want you to jot these down and start doing these habits. So the habits that we have um, are one, two, three, four, five, six, six habits that you're going to do daily. And so these six habits are super simple, but if you do them consistently on a day in and day basis, you're going to stack wins and you're going to start seeing mo some momentum. So habit one is no snooze button ever, like ever. You know, if you think about it like this, right, you're setting a promise to yourself the night before that you're going to get up. And so I can't think of a worse way to start the day uh, than to break a promise to yourself uh, by hitting that snooze button. And so that is habit number one is you're going to set your alarm and you're going to get up out of bed when your alarm goes off. Because, you know, just like my, my buddy, uh, Kurt Storing says over to dad work is this is the snooze button trap because that's not only impacting you, right. As, as an individual, uh, that wants to start getting a momentum because you start your day off with a loss and you start your day off with breaking a promise to yourself, but that is also going to have an impact on your wife and the trust she has in you because she knows that you set that alarm for the morning. You told her you're going to get up and go to the gym, start making progress. And then that alarm hits and you hit the snooze button. What signal do you think that is sending to your wife? I'll tell you, it's sending a signal that you are someone that can't be trusted. It's sending a signal that you are someone that does not stick up for his word, that does not stand true to his word. And it's someone that can't commit to actions they say they're going to do. So that's going to have a, a drastic impact on how your wife views you, right? And how she is able to trust you. So the snooze button is a lot more than just getting up and getting to the gym. Like it, it sets the foundation because we want to be a man of our word. We want to be a man of integrity. And so when we make that promise the night before that we are going to get up at that time, we freaking get up at that time. We don't hit the snooze button ever. So that is foundational habit number one. Uh, number two is 24 ounces of water when you wake up. This is just a great habit to get into. Uh, it's going to drive some discipline because a lot of times when you get up, you don't want to drink water right away, but it's going to help you get hydrated, right? It's going to help get the juices flowing, help you get hydrated from the night before, help get your brain hydrated uh, to set you up for the day. The next habit is connect with your identity in the morning. So we already talked about our identity, right? That is pillar number one, identity and values. So what we're going to do is we're going to spend some time every morning to, to connect with that identity so that we can get super clear on who we are, what we value, and how we want to show up for the day. Number four is get at least 10,000 steps daily. Now, this is a win that is going to challenge some of you. You know, it not only is a great habit just from a fitness and physical health perspective uh, to, to get out there and get some steps and to get some movement, but, you know, it's going to be a challenge sometimes. And if we make that commitment to ourselves and we honor that commitment every day, Again, that's a, that's a W in the column every single day, right? That we can start stacking. So 10,000 steps every single day. The next one, number five, is read 10 pages of personal development. So how we change is most of the time we change our environment, right? We change the people we're hanging out with. We, we get things that cause us to take bad decisions away from us. Uh, and also we can change our environment and we can change our inputs. And so 10 pages of personal development is really just changing your inputs. It is what are the things that I am putting into my brain uh, that are going to positively impact me? 
uh, and not going to drain me, right? And be a distraction. And so 10 pages of personal development is a core habit. And then lastly is track your diet. And track your diet. This can be done in many different ways. Some of you guys are, are probably hearing this and saying like, what the heck, man? There's no way I'm freaking tracking my diet. You know, I'm, I eat whatever I want to. I'm still in shape. It's not really about the diet, guys. What it's about is discipline. And that, that is another core uh, tenet that we're going to get into. But it's really, again, about making a commitment and then honoring that commitment. So those are the six foundational habits that we have and what we call them wins. And so just to recap, they are no snooze button ever, 24 ounces of water as soon as you wake up, connect with your identity in the morning, get at least 10,000 steps, read 10 pages of personal development, and track your diet. So if you're looking for a good starting point, right, saying, I want to start creating some momentum. I'm a C-130 sitting, you know, on the tarmac at a dead standstill, and I want to get moving. These are great ways for you to get moving on a daily basis and to stack wins because enough wins stacked over time are going to create such momentum that you are going to be unstoppable. Okay, now let's talk about the next pillar, right? So just to recap, we've had identity and values, we've had vision, we've had mission, and we've had wins. So pillar number five is discipline. And when I talk about discipline, specifically what I mean is discipline in your fitness and a discipline in your nutrition. And so that comes back to the, the last habit that we have, the last win, which is tracking our nutrition. So with discipline, you know, it's very important, right? It all comes back to is doing the same things that you say you're going to do, especially when you don't want to. And really where discipline comes in is you're going to use discipline to cast votes for your identity, right? And so if you've ever read that book, Atomic Habits by James Clear, he talks about this and it's very impactful that every time that you take an action that aligns with your identity or your identity you're crafting, that's going to cast a vote, right? That's going to be positive proof that yes, I am that type of person. You know, if it's a person that, that is fit, right? Every time I go for a run when I don't want to, that's a cast, that's a vote cast in that direction, right? That I am a fit person. I identify as that, that fit person. So that's what discipline really comes down to. And so the way we do this in the Epidemic Framework is we are disciplined in our fitness and we are disciplined in our nutrition. And so with nutrition, you know, nutrition is going to fuel everything, guys, right? If you want to be a Ferrari and you're putting freaking, you know, 87 ethanol in your, in your car, like you're not going to perform the way that you want to perform, right? You need to be putting premium gasoline in that vehicle because it is a sports car. And that's what you want to be as a sports car. So we need to make sure we are fueling our body with the stuff that is going to allow us to perform like a sports car. And the way we can do that is through nutrition and through discipline and nutrition. So I'm not going to get into tactics and tips and tricks on that. You know, we've got a lot of resources within the Epic Dad community, the Epic Dad crew that can help you out with that. But it really comes down to knowing your numbers, right? Knowing your goal, knowing your numbers and hitting your numbers consistently. Uh, because that is going to put us in a state to act and perform like a freaking sports car. But then also it's going to drive discipline uh, and it's going to drive a vote cast for our identity. So that's all I'm going to say about discipline. And the last pillar, number six, is accountability. And there is a very cliche saying, but I 100% you know, have truth in this. And cliches are a cliche for a reason. And the cliche is you are the summarization of the five people you hang out with most. And so if you look around you and your circle of other dads in your neighborhood, at your workplace, and you guys aren't having conversations like this on how you can level up and, and show up as the best dad, the best intentional, you know, dad, the best husband, you know, the best community leader. If you guys aren't having those discussions, if your discussions are surface level, if they're about, you know, the football score or, oh, my boss is, you know, giving me so much shit, and blah, whatever, 
like you're hanging out with the wrong crowd, man. You need to change who you hang out with. And there's a lot of ways to do that, right? It will be difficult at times. Uh, you know, maybe you have a friend uh, that's been your friend since freaking kindergarten and you guys have been best buddies, but you know, you only have so much energy to go around, you know, and there are people that are going to pour into you and, and support you and challenge you. And there's gonna be those people that are just an energy drain, right? And so we've got to break up with those people for lack of a better word. And this is really the, the pillar behind accountability is you need to be surrounding yourself with other people that are on this journey that want to become the best versions of themselves. And you can find that in a lot of different places, you know, change your environment, right? Start going to the gym, start making friends. What does your peer group look like at church? And how can you be a leader there to help foster this, uh, this community? You know, are there people you can listen to in, in, in the dad network and dad space, right? I mean, thinking of, you know, there's a lot of awesome dad stuff out there, right? Of guys that are on this journey. How can you connect with them and, and make sure that you guys are having these conversations? And then secondly, on accountability is these guys are not going to take shit from you. They know what level you need to be operating at. And, and you know what level you need to be operating at, right? You just went through this whole process. You clarified your identity, who you are as a person, right? So if you're not casting your votes consistently for that identity, you need somebody that's going to call you out on your bullshit. Uh, and you need to start calling yourself out on your bullshit and hold yourself accountable. And so that's all I'm going to say on accountability is if you don't have a group that is there to support you, to challenge you, and to hold you accountable, you need to find one. And that is going to be a significant level up in your life. Um, so to recap, guys, the Epic Dad framework is six pillars, right? It is pillar one, identity and values, pillar two, vision, pillar three, mission, pillar four, wins, pillar five, discipline, and pillar six, accountability. And you know, if, if you go through this process, if you take your time, if you do this with intention, it will 100% change your life. Uh, you will be a different person after this. And uh, also, if you're ever, if you've done this before, something similar, right? But you're in a slump, you're feeling lost, you're anxious, depressed, or in doubt, you can come back to these six pillars, right? You get them in order, you reclarify your identity values, you can reconnect with your vision, you can create new goals, you can start stacking wins. And you can foster discipline, and then you can hold yourself and others accountable to being the men that we said we were going to be. So that is the Epic Dad framework, guys. Again, this has been about two years in the process of coming up with this and, and really identifying what's worked in, in our life, what's worked for other people, and really how we can wrap this around in a exhaustive framework that we can come back to on a consistent basis. So that is it, guys. Again, I hope you took notes. Hopefully, you guys are going to want to listen to this more than once and got some value from this. Uh, hey, if you want to learn more about this, or uh, if you want to have some help going through this, just reach out, connect with me, connect with the Epic Dad Company. We'd be more than happy to help. Again, we have some awesome announcements coming soon for our Epic Dad crew within the next couple of weeks. And so we are here to help you, here to support you on your journey to leveling up and becoming the husband, father, and man you're called to be. So guys, if you got... Any value from this episode, if you got one nugget away, I'm hoping you got more than one, but if you got one you know, golden nugget from this, my ask is that you just share this episode and you go down and leave a review because the way that people find out about this is through word of mouth. That is the only way, right? It's a value exchange. I'm going to pour my heart into these episodes, my soul into these episodes, try to give you value. And if you do get value from that, the only ask, right, is, is, is very transactional. It is, okay, I got value. I'm going to share this show. Because our mission at Tedco is to change the culture by creating more epic dads. And this is how we do that, is we 
you know, pour our heart and our soul into this message, uh, into our content, into our products, uh, in the hopes that this, this message will catch fire, right? And you guys will pass along the message. You will start living this, uh, you know, th this framework in your life. People are going to start to notice it, right? And then that's going to catch on and continue to grow and grow and grow. And so this really is a grassroots effort. And so, you know, my sincere ask is that if you are getting value from our company, our community, any of these episodes on the podcast is just please share this show with another dad in your, in your network that needs to hear this message. And then secondly is I want you to jump down uh, and leave us five-star review. And that is just going to help more dads organically find this podcast. So guys, that is it. That is all I've got for you on this Friday Dad Talk episode. I uh, hope you guys can go out there, adopt this framework and go start crushing life and start living the example that you want your kids to be. All right, guys, we will see you on the next episode.